I'm at the library. Hello. <coughs> oh boy. Trigger oh happy boy. TV, man. Back when life was just more simple. Simple. Simple and you can do crazy shit. No Ali G. Dude. <laughs> it was it was a it was a different day, man. You remember when we used to watch the Ali G show and Trigger Happy TV? To be honest, bro, back in the day, the Ali G show with Sasha Baron Cohen, that shit was amazing. Dude. And I, I didn't quite like his next, like his Bruno. His Bruno, I wasn't really into. Yeah, I wasn't into it either. It just, uh, I think it was over the top, but Ali G was hilarious. I was a homophobic uh, back then. Yeah, I, I don't know if I would call I was it homophobic not, more than I just was not, like I was uncomfortable. Not. <laughs> For me, no, no it just no, wasn't but, funny. To me, it wasn't funny. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. That's what. It, that's really what it is. And I also, <laughs> I don't know how you feel about this, but like sometimes when you go to movie theaters, it I don't go and see everything in the movies. No, yeah. nothing in the movies. Yeah, it was cringy. Like it was a movie you watched at home and felt uncomfortable at your own sort of uh, <laughs> environment. You don't want to feel yeah. that type of feelings with other strangers. No, definitely <laughs> like not. Like imagine <laughs> like the Borat scene where he's making out with the guy in like this rodeo. With a bunch of like southern people. Oh my god, yeah, no. And he later talks about how he almost like literally like got hurt. They had to escape through a tunnel and everything. Like, <laughs> dude, <laughs> oh it was god. crazy. It was crazy. Uh, I I did hear a comedian recently talk about because you know recently he took out some new ones where he's like talking to like alt right people and and like making them look bad and. In a way, like the comedian was saying, like it was kind of fucked up that he that this guy from England is coming here to try to show the worst stereotypes of America, and mm. yeah, in, in a way. But there was one episode that they didn't release that he talked about later, where he had one of these like high level guys, right? I don't know what it was, like a congressman, some shit like that, and and he was trying to like get him to say shit, right? So he was saying some shit like, "Oh, are you able to like?" you know get kids and shit and like the guy came back to him like are we recording and he's like no no we're not but they were and he's like all right because yeah i could i I could hook you up with that like i can take care of that and instead of the guy sort of going with it right and being like oh really so how could you know and i then show it to the world they just like they didn't do it and they, they, they didn't do the episode or whatever but so it's like that's the type of shit you also need to release, you know? Like, like we got to know who the who are these fuckers, you know? Yeah. These Damn, crazy yeah, motherfuckers crazy. that are that are coming about in in, in the land. Um Well, I mean, that would be kind of like how uh, it, it, that's kind of de- making your um your fate, I guess, like predetermined, right? I mean, like that is one sure shot way to to by doing all this crazy stuff and having all these really controversial things happen and you're doing it for fun but like you go into like a rodeo with a bunch of you know gun-toting western people you know and you're doing that kind of crazy brokeback mountain stuff which again is fine for normal but not amongst these kinds of people like not in this context (laughs) not in this not not in this crowd uh would is that like 
with Death Wish, or would you? Yeah. I mean, that kind of yeah, there was one ties of those into the topic. No scenes where he's like, you know, like like at a Western thing, right? And he's like singing. I think it's even at the beginning of that rodeo thing where he's singing like, "Throw the Jew down the well, throw the Jew <laughs> down the well," and then eventually you see people kind of like cheering and singing. But oh my god, it, it also. It's like maybe people are just like, who the fuck is this guy? Let's just go along with him. Like, in a way, I kind of, it, it kind of makes it look like, yeah, everybody there is just white and racist, and that's not, you know, the, case, yeah. the, the reality. But, but yeah, man, he did he did crazy shit back in the day. Uh, there's nothing that can replace the Ali G show and the skits that he used to make. Uh, For sure, you know, sure. when he was trolling, but. Well, in any case, on to the next one. If you don't know what the Allergy Show is or Trigger Happy TV, then you're too young, doggy. You might you might not be old enough to listen to this party. Um, <laughs> bro, uh, I, I was looking at some random-ass questions over the week of, like, weird things that, that to analyze, you know. Not your... Uh, your comfortable topics, but, you know, I wanted to challenge our minds a bit today. And I'm, I'm with it. What do you think of this question? How would you answer this? Would you rather decide how you will die or when you will die? Uh, I would rather decide. So the argument is, you know, whether I want to die in my sleep or whether I want to live to a hundred years old, but I could get hit by a freak or mauled by lions, a very slow, painful death at the age of a hundred. Yeah. <laughs> in my but, suburban But also keep in mind that <laughs> I don't think even if you decide when you're going to die and you put like 120, there's still some thing about knowing when you're going to die, like a negative thing to it. Don't you think? Or maybe at a hundred years you're like, all right, I'm waiting for as, shit. As equally as it could be a positive thing, you know, like I have this amount of time left, you know, like this is what I'm going to do. Or I, you can do, put yourself in really risky situations knowing that you're not going to die. Yeah. That's always, <laughs> that's always like the, well, not always, but that's sometimes that's a take on like movies, right? right. If like people know. There's this movie called Big Fish, which is an amazing movie. Uh, if you haven't watched it, you got to watch it. But they see this witch, and the witch, if you looked at her in her eyes, you could see how you were going to die. So this guy, the main, char- the main character, he, he looks into her eyes and sees how he's going to die. But then he said, it, it's like an adventure movie, and he's like, doing everything to get this girl. And he goes to the most dangerous things, fights the biggest guys, does all these things. And it's like, why are you so courageous about everything? It's like, cause I'm not, and how I'm gonna die. And it's not, it's not in any of these ways. So to make money, he'll go to the circus and like jump, like do all the crazy shit. So, but I'm not sure if that rule works like that. Like, I don't, I don't, I'm not sure if (laughs) deciding when you're gonna die allows you to just fucking like, jump off a plane without a parachute and like well something's gotta be done you know like something yeah i mean solve it yeah somebody comes solves it or i just hit my ground and i'm in a coma for like 
all the years that I'm going to be alive for, <laughs> you know, and that's painful. Now, on the <laughs> other end, if you decide how to die, so you would say like with no pain in your sleep, right? That would be the most ideally. I don't yeah. think anyone's like, I want to die fucking crashing in a, in an airplane into the fucking you know uh yeah, no. everest mountains and shit i don't think no 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 i mean hey there's something out there for everybody but i would <laughs> <laughs> i'd prefer no i prefer what i don't know what would you how would you what want to die would you die in this your is sleep a, would you die of a massive heart attack at, at thanksgiving <laughs> dinner damn bro <laughs> i'm always like being nervous about shit and the heart attack man Sounds like a fucking, you know, like a shaker, you know? <laughs> like, sounds like it's not gonna be a good, uh, a good feeling. Oh, uh, fuck. Yeah, I think, uh, even though I don't like any of the options, just because I'm a little bitch when it comes to, to death, whenever I think about death, I just, I get eerie. Um... I think, yeah, it would be better to decide when. That way I can guarantee 100 years, you know. Right. I mean, I, I could go I could go 120 if I could decide that. You know, like, there's this community, and they're pretty advanced now, where they're, like, discovering the... Because this community thinks of aging as a disease. Mm -hmm. So they're finding the cure for the disease. And it is it is very possible that for our generation to be able to extend our life uh, maybe like you know double the amount um, what do you think about that do you th that you think that's something you would do dude I don't know I, I feel I feel like uh, I still share the same sentiment but just not as rash as I did before, right? Like, I was like, oh, you know, when I was young, I was like 15, 16 years old. I was like, dude, I don't see the point of living past 60. And I'm like, oh, what? you know, after 60, like, there's there's mo mobility issues. There's, you know, all this shit, you know what I'm saying? But then I'm like, as I got older, I'm like, oh, wait, no, I retire <laughs> at 60. I could always retire earlier, but, you know, at least give myself the chance to live another 15 years so you're, years you're after 30 that. now right 30 as of yeah the, huh. so 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 at one point you felt like leaving 30 more years like all right we're good you're 30 more from now and i'd be yeah i was good but not now 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 okay you you think that there are maybe a little more but do you still see 60 like oh all right a good run or or, or you feel like fuck not that ideal, i want to live longer no. No, yeah, like my, my, my grandmother passed when she was like 66 and my, like to till today up until maybe uh, 2015, 16, like that's when my grandfather passed. So like it was nice to have him until then, you know, and how he old was, was he? He was like 89. Oh, you know? I think so that's like, like I, think I think that's, that's like a, a good, good number. That's a good number for me. Because <laughs> anything past that, like, if they were still alive, if they had double their life or even one and a half times their life, they'd be dealing with corona. They'd be like, you no, know, No, but like, I mean, th th this whole 
the regenerative thing comes along with like quality of life too like I don't mean you're gonna live 75 more years in a fucking wheelchair but what not I'm remembering saying, who the fuck you are you know? right <laughs> for no, 75 yeah, you, years you're like who are you you know what I mean <laughs> which you know within the laughter that you see I mean probably the worst disease there is Alzheimer's yeah. that's just yeah, gotta Alzheimer's. be that's the type of shit Everybody. that fucking scares the fuck out of me bro Alzheimer's but, is bad um, you know recently I watched on Netflix uh, a documentary on Walter Mercado you remember Dude, this guy, for right? For those who don't know, yeah, of course, bro. Uh, for those who don't know, Walter Mercado is a, um, uh, what is it, a spiritual uh, uh, median, would you say? He's like a median. Yeah. You know, he's just a, uh, I'm not even going to do him justice, but like, you know, he was basically like, uh, who's that, who's that, uh, that, that Jamaican lady at, at the nighttime, Miss Cleo. Miss Cleo. Like yeah, Ms. but Cleo, this was on another level. But like OG, yeah, next level. OG Walter Mercado, man. For people that don't know, yeah, he was like an astrologist yeah. and in the Spanish culture, and he was very flamboyant. And if you know anything about the Spanish culture, you know, it's, it's very taboo about the whole gay thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and he came up like back in the day, bro. When we saw him, this guy was already old. And I recently yeah. saw a documentary that tells his life. And I didn't know he wasn't on TV from that long ago, but he actually got off TV on 2006. And just to give you a little recap, the reason for that is because his manager got all the rights to his image and and his thing. So pretty much like, I guess I kind of fucked him over in a bit. Um, and Walter Mercado after 2006 decided to like just not do just not do television anymore yeah and and then 2019 they do a documentary and the guy was 87 87 and he still had energy but you could tell that he was like you know things were harder for him the age was hitting and dude one thing that scared me about it was that whenever they at this stage I don't know if this guy's alive or not today, right? I'm still watching the documentary because I haven't heard this guy for a minute. I'm thinking at the end, he's going to come out like, oh, I'm fucking coming out with a YouTube show now. I'm like, fucking yeah, Walter McCall, oh, I yeah. got you. So, so bro, he's t- you know going to visit his parents in the cemetery and people talking about how old he is and shit. And the whole documentary, they talk a lot about his death, like his upcoming death as if, Maybe he had something that they don't show in the documentary, but... Oh, I see. You thought he was, uh, like, sick with something. Yeah, they don't say it, but for some reason, the documentary feels like, at some points, he just kind of felt like he knew some shit. But he was terrified of dying, and every time he went to the cemetery, he was like, oh, this is so depressing, like... And when people asked him about his age and dying, he was just like, don't, don't ask me about that. I don't like thinking about that shit. And I was just like, me, that I'm such a nervous little freak about life and and all the tragedies and shit. I was just like, man, this guy is 87. He has had a fucking amazing life. He's fucked everything that he's ever wanted to fuck. (laughs) And at 87, he's scared of dying. And I'm just like, I kind of lost hope because I'm, I'm thinking it's okay to be scared of death now that I'm 30, but I'm hoping when I'm very old, 
I kind of understand it and tolerate it and, and sort of go with it. So, I, you know, there's a, there's a school of thinking that if you did everything right in your life and you don't regret anything, then you sort of leave with like a good death. Like you're right. parting away with everything in order. But then I also think that maybe that's not the case. Like I've asked my dad, my dad is 60. He's still, you know, relatively young. But he himself tells me that he's not like comfortable with the idea of it. So I'm just like, damn, man, it kind of, I don't know. I think you may be a bit more, uh, you're more like palante with shit. Like you just like, yeah, you're a different uh, thing. <laughs> you just like, hey, dog, what happens, happens. But well, what do you think of that? Dude, yeah. So obviously dying and having things that you still want to enjoy are going to be tif- difficult to let them to let it go right i mean uh, you, when you have kids that's going to add another dynamic that both you nor i know about right now you know what i'm saying um and so i think the goal here is uh i mean let's put religion and afterlife aside because that might be worth another topic all on its own like is there an afterlife or something at the end of this although you know, you have only one life to live here and it's all about making the best of it and taking advantage of every day uh, for me. So this kind of ties into Echapalante, you know, everything's just like just going forward. You know, it is what it is. When you get it, you got it. When you did it, great. If you didn't, you know, at the end of the day, like it sucks to me, but to no one else. And so I kind of look at things in a worldly way. It sucks I know that not many people share my opinions on that, but, um, on what I, on, on, on like, it is what it is kind of thing. Right. Like when, when you're talking about in this case, just cause with it's today, we're talking about like the coronavirus, Right. And I'm looking at it like, well, the, 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 the death rate is like 0.001, but that's still thousands of people. But the death rate is still zero zero. Dude, get, get closer to your mic. You going, yeah, the, yeah. going a little. You, sorry, sorry. Right, so, you, so you're more in the belief of like. I'm like. Uh, all right, well, statistics I mean, here. You know, we're just talking stati- numbers. <laughs> we're just talking numbers. At the end of the day, that's what we are. But if if I had to bring it back to a personal thing, right? So uh, aside from all that like statistical stuff, if I had to talk about personal, I mean, when you have it, when you have your death coming up i mean it does it's it's kind of like well i'm kind of going through it now right like <laughs> it's terrible to, to say but i have my wedding uh it was supposed to be in march now my wedding's going to be next year november right so <laughs> i'm i'm thinking <laughs> i'm thinking like i have this much time left to lose <laughs> weight to, yeah <laughs> Right, that's where. That's where, <laughs> no, that's yeah. not true. There's I'm very happy about it. But what I'm saying one. is, like, there's <laughs> so much time. There's only so much time left to to accomplish what I want to accomplish, right? Which yeah. is uh, obviously it's almost always uh, getting feeling looking a little bit better. But I also want to make like a next certain amount of money so I can pay for like a certain honeymoon. There's like only so much time, right? And uh, and that kind of motivates me. For me, you know, that's kind of okay. where I see it. I'm like, yeah, I really want to like like bust this out of the water let let me flip it on you because you bring a good argument do you actually think that if we were to live 200 300 years and there wouldn't be really urgency to get shit done that we wouldn't have the drive as a race to do the things that we do like the way that i sometimes comfort myself 
and tell me if you think it makes sense or if it's just a defense mechanism that my brain uses. But mm -hmm. I sometimes use the argument that if there wasn't a limited amount of time that we have in this life, then the moments that you have with the people that you care wouldn't mean what they mean, right? They mean mm -hmm. what they mean because this shit is finite. Exactly. And, and there's only so many times that you're gonna have Thanksgiving with this person and go to Christmas with, with this person and chill with your homeboy and shit, right? And like yeah. you, you decide who you chill with in life based on that, on who you wanna use your time with because you, you start finding it more and more valuable as you get older. Mm -hmm. So do you think that maybe that plays a dynamic that actually helps you move in life forward? The fact that you like, fuck, I'm gonna die eventually and it's not that far away. Right, right. I mean, I'm 30 now, but my 20s went by like this. I know yeah. everything before that was so was felt like forever, but now I'm in my 30s, and then like I'm looking at my aunt, my grandmother, and my grandmother was like 50 when she when I was born, right? And that's 20 years from now for me, and I'm like, holy moly! Like, there's just there is a certain amount of time, and it's gonna take time. Like, I mean, our day to days will will be drawn out, but when I'm looking back on it, I'm gonna be like, did yeah. I have did I do everything I wanted to do? Like, I look back at it. And sometimes I feel like, oh, yeah, I lived a lot. But sometimes I'm like, I could fuck, my life has just started. Mm -hmm. Like, sometimes I feel like the 30 years I've lived were just like a preparation. Yeah. And it's like, oh, so now I live, but 30 years already burned. It's like, this motherfucker, dog. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, I think 50 years from where I'm at now to answer your question is a good amount of time where I have 50 years to do anything I want to do. I have about another, hopefully 30 years to physically do anything I want to do, right? Like yeah, climb mountains, things like that. You don't do that at like 65 typically. I don't right. see myself as a mayonnaise ball uh, going up a, a mountain or yeah. dropping in on a, on a mountain bike anywhere <laughs> after the age of 60. So you have a certain amount of time and it's, it's, it's about prioritizing your, what you have available to you at the time. And if it was to be living till let's say 200, I, I really don't feel like things would really be that r rushed and things would be kind of worse. There's something to be said, I think about living too long. The cycle needs to happen. You okay. Know? Like when you look at tortoises, right? You kind of sounded like, like Hitler, like well, definitely like, not. Let's like something you would say, like he like <laughs> the cycle needs to happen. People need to die, or they're born, set of their state, and the commute. Okay, exactly. The cycle must go on. Kill them. Oh <laughs> uh, man, I mean that's why I say like a lot of people don't don't agree with it because they'll go into like the emotional aspect of it. I'm purely like just thinking about it more. On a like, technical level. On a technical level, like, if I live to 200 and there's kids being born at the rate that they're being born, like, like... <laughs> you know what I, when I find peace... They're going to ring me out the dry at the whenever, age of 120. Whenever you hear stories of grandparents that are, like, 80-something and, you know, they're close to, like, they feel that they're going to die type shit and they're just like, ah, oh, I just want to die and rest. <laughs> it's like... It's kind of creepy, right? But it's kind of like, 
oh, all right, all right, I feel you. So, so eventually we do get tired of this shit and we kind of just want to die because I kind of want to feel like that. <laughs> like, yeah, I want to feel at the end of it, like, kind of like when you're coming back from a party night where you're just drunk <laughs> and you just want to hit that bed. I yeah. hope that's how I feel when I'm gonna die. Like, fuck. Yeah, yeah, whatever. I already raised you motherfuckers, left you money. Where the fuck is my bed? I gotta die. You know? <laughs> I hope that's I the, the, the feeling of it. I, I, I hope so, too. I mean, I'll make... Uh, obviously, I don't want to come at it from, like, a grouch perspective, but I want to come at it like... Like, I cannot do anything more for you guys. And I've taken in as much as beneficial time spending with you and my grandchildren and potentially my great-grandchildren. Yeah. Fuck off see you later <laughs> like, peace yeah and so and what do you I mean, think happens when, when that happens when we die you'll just have to stay tuned to the next <laughs> <Rusky Turtles podcast. laughs> next Thursday next on <laughs> CBS <laughs> no um, afterlife is a, tr- is a tricky one I have to wrap my brain around a little bit more but okay what right, I will say is this what I will say is this it's unfair that I'm asking you this like like at the end of the of the episode but in one, yeah. minute, in one minute tell me what you think happens when we die oh man um i think when we die uh more and more i i truly believe that there's an energy there's an energy in the world um I'm, physically you just decompose but you are able to interact and still be a part of the energy, even if it's in an unconscious state. Um, I've had a lot of family experiences where people are still around or making signs and things like Damn. that. So I come from a like another. This is that it's crazy. Like that's what I'm saying. I don't really know what happens in the afterlife if it's like in is heaven's some, like, party. Shit? Yeah, like some oh, something. Yeah, <laughs> so, yeah. I think nah. I think that. There's That's a, for outside is, the cameras, dog. <laughs> <laughs> That's some wow shit. They brought that shit to Venezuela, them Cubans. I'm telling you. Yeah. Well, I mean, I, I don't know about uh, yeah, for real. But I don't know about like Santeria actually doing that stuff. But what I'm saying is, is that like uh, we, I think we stay around for a certain amount of time after because there's loose ends on this world still. You get me? Like, okay, I'm done, yeah. but like you are still struggling or there's unfinished business for you and I'm here to like protect you or, you know, to kind of guide you. Um, because there's so many times where things happen for me, even like just natural stuff. Like, wow, like that was lucky. Wow, that was convenient. Wow, you know, it's just certain things. And I'm just thinking like somebody's got my back. But then like when I start to think about religion and and how it all breaks down and the, the 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 original part of it then it starts to feel more like a like a way to manage people but why do i feel these energies well maybe it's not religion maybe it's energy. yeah you know what i mean like i think when you die the movie just turns off the tv just shuts off but in a way it is weird to think that because it's strange to f- to feel this awareness of being and then suddenly it not be there at all right like and isn't it beautiful in a way that no matter who says what how much money whatever nobody really knows what the fuck happens yeah. and that's what gives this whole world this magical feeling like we're in a harry potter movie yeah 
Yeah, <laughs> I agree. That's what. Uh, uh, that's what. What we would you like to know, uh, or what would you like to decide? Let's yeah. ask the audience to see what these freaky fuckers. Uh, is there is there uh, is there a worth living longer and uh, and give us your thoughts what do you think uh, comes after that so I'm sure somebody's know. gonna be like oh I wanna die in a wood chipper cause there's this you know uh, uh, hey you crazy please moment. put it there so that we can so we can know not try to, to fucking figure go to out. your city yeah, alright we'll so <laughs> we'll give you a call we'll talk to you <laughs> Take care, motherfuckers. Peace. Peace.